head hit the shot from half court. MVP of all sports, coach put me in the game. You know I'm the truth born to feel bad. Competition, know the deal, coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English Show featuring Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and we are here. It is another day. It's Sunday, June 24th on a very, very hot Sunday. Coming to you ready to bring you the best that we can from each one of us, from our perspective um, on a particular topic. We got a good one for you today. First off, as always, we're going to do the check-in. So let's check in with my man, Josh. Josh, how's it? How was the week treat you, man? All is well as always, man. Um, God is good. Um, me and my wife are approaching our tenth year anniversary, so on June twenty eighth, that about um, the official um tenth year of our marriage. So um, congrats, congrats on that, brother. We've been blessed to stay in the game this long. Um, at this point, I guess ain't no need to turn back now. <laughs> Good till a few minutes ago. I didn't get an invite to the wedding, 
So I think I feel some they're, still, they're still coming out. They're still coming out. <laughs> but I, so I, I don't know how to feel about that. But, you know, I guess when mine comes, I'll feel a little bit better. Uh, but now, nah, oh, yeah. week's week's been good, man. It's been a rough, long um, camp week. You know how it is. Summer, trying to get your kids uh, to these different college camps, or you know, you hosting camps and just seeing where your team is after losing seniors, um, seeing how good you are and how not good you are, uh, what you need to work on from what you don't. Um, so I think we had like five camp days in the last seven, um, and then today uh, my firework stands open tomorrow. Um, so was in there doing inventory and setting up for the new. 4th of July season, so it's been a busy, busy one, and then uh, right after the show, I got to go pick my son up, so it's been a little busy week, but, you know, uh, uh, God has blessed me with the ability to breathe and wake up and enjoy this hot weather, so I will continue to be thankful um, and have not not one complaint, Um, but Josh, man, let's get into this topic. Okay, yeah, so um, today's topic, man, we want to get into a lot of times, um, parents and, 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 and kids, man, young players, they're, they're concerned about if their name is out there, if they're getting exposed, or are they getting the proper exposure. So we're going to try to go through some um, points to um, hopefully help you guys out to, um, you know, to um, help you maybe be get on the right track with you might realize you're already on the right track to um, get get proper exposure. Um, a lot of times we use um, people here about are, are, are your kids getting properly exposed and um, people start panicking and um, a lot of times it's really nothing to panic about. Most of the time you're on the right track. It might just be um, a thing or two that, that you may can do to um, get your name out there a little bit more but the biggest thing is um, you know, um, hopefully we can have you with some point to get get that across. Um, Alright, so um, what are, I, I wrote down a couple of points. I think we need to um, we need to focus on when you're trying to get the proper exposure. Um, I think the biggest thing is um, the most heavy um, common denominator that falls up under this umbrella of proper exposure is you have to be good. Um, a lot of people being are like, "Oh man, uh, my coach and I put my name out there or this and that." Well, you're probably not. Um, a lot of times, your name is not there because you aren't very good. You know, are you working on your craft? Um, to, to, to be able to um, put yourself in a position where your name will get put out there. Um, a lot of times, we like we always talk about, we always see the end result of someone's success. We have no idea of the process and the journey that that um, person went through to get to that point where, they, um, where their name started getting out there. So you have to be good. You have to work on your craft. And once you work on your craft, you have to be able to produce um, as you develop your skills, a lot of times, you know, you're like, well, I'm working hard, man, my name's not out there, but are you producing um, up under the bright lights, you know? So it's, it's like those things go together. You have, to, you have to work on your craft, you have to be good, and you have to be able to produce. Because there's no, um, if you're taking five, making 500 jump shots a day, but you can't make one in the game, um, you're not producing. So you have to be able to do all of those things. Now, if you're making 500 jumps a day, you're going to make them in the game. So it goes hand to hand. So if you're putting in the work wholeheartedly, you're doing it the right way, you're working on your craft, you will be able to produce in the game because your skill set um, will, will, will be up. So you have to be good. Um, I think the next thing you have to be able to do is um, create a web where you're surrounded with people that have your best interests. Um, 
Like, you have to surround yourself with people that are going to push you. You have to surround yourself um, with people that are knowledgeable. So you have to surround yourself with people that are honest. Um, if you want the proper exposure, you want your name out there, you have to um, have, have, the leaders in your life have to be knowledgeable. Like, they have to know what avenues to take to actually get your name out there, which falls right back up under the element of being good. So if you're asking coach, your travel team coach knows that you're good, they're going to know what they need to know, what people to talk to, what coaches to contact. And um, so your name can get out there. Um, and they have to continue to push you. They have to, they can't, you can't um, be afraid to have someone that's going to push you and, and try to get the most out of you on a daily basis. And then um, next, they have to be honest. Like, you don't want a bunch of yes men. You want people to be able to tell you the truth. Look, you need to work on, you need to work on your explosiveness. You um. You need to get stronger. You need to get faster. You need to get bigger. Um, you need to work on your crafts. You want honesty. And then last but not least, as far as like who you surround yourself with, you, you have to surround yourself with a small circle. A lot of times, you get too much advice. A lot of times, you get too many um, perspectives on what you need to do. And, and too much of anything can be um, unhealthy for you. So you have to be very careful with that. You have to know exactly what people to listen to, all right? Um, my next point, my third point out of the four that I made is um, you have to make your high school travel clubs connect, okay? So if you want proper exposure, you have to, like, if, if you're, say, like, if you are a volleyball player or you're a softball player or you're a baseball player, um, even even basketball, even football to an extent is starting to um, have where they have travel um, um, 707 leagues. So, so, like, it's clubs out there at, at every level, but your high school and your um, club level have to connect. Um, you have to play for a solid um, high school program. Um, it has to be a good program. It can't be a program where they don't take your sport serious or they you, the leadership isn't putting your sport in a, in a, in a situation where y'all are constantly working on your game, constantly getting better to create opportunities so you can improve your skill set. Um, same thing with the clubs, man. Right? You got to play for pro- clubs where they go to the proper events. You know, they got to know what events to go to. They got to know what um, events to attend because if you if you're playing on the club series and y'all are playing a tournament in June, let's say you play basketball, if you're playing a tournament in June, you're on the wrong club because that's not a live. It, it, it's not live in June for um, most for most college coaches. All right. Um, a few, you might be able to get a few coaches out there. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a few windows for like the D2s and stuff like that. But for the most part, um, you need to make sure that you're playing for a program that's taking you to the right events, taking you to the proper exposure events, it's taking you to events that level appropriate. Like you might not have the talent on your team of, a, of, of, of some of the other um, programs out there. So you got to go to events where your skill set can be seen and efficiently seen. Um, so your high school and your club levels have to connect. You gotta play for a productive um, high school program. You gotta play for um, a, a, a really good travel club, and you have to connect. You have to go to the right events. And that, and last but not least, um, you have to have the proper media outlet. Um, like the people that guide you, have to have the um, connections um, with, with with the proper media outlets. Um, you know, the one advice I use for my players. Um, when they when when a parallels know what's a proper media outlet because a lot of times they get contacted by scout services and all that thing and I'm not bashing anyone that's never my style but the advice I give is the really good media outlet don't ask much from you 
Okay, they don't need anything from you. All they want to do is continue to get your name out there, continue to expose, like, um, how um, Rick Lewis and Jeremy Shaw do a good job with, you know, Hooping Ports, um, South Carolina Prep Hoops. Those guys do a tremendous job. They don't ask anything for my kids. We go to the events. They're there. They um, do the write-ups on the kids, and, and, and they're honest about them, and that's it. So the ones, the, the good ones don't ask a whole lot from you as far as proper media outlets. Um, Coach E, what's your perspective on the proper way of getting exposed? Um. <clears throat> I think you took all, almost all of my points. Um, I know, man. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, you know, great minds think alike. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do this on the fly. Um, all right. Well, one, one of the things is, uh, you kind of got to know where you stand. I think that a lot of it is self-reflective. Like, yeah, I, I, Josh, you said, you know, you got to work on your game, but. Um, you know, are you making the shots in game time? And the best way I heard it said, I actually had a, a conversation with C.O. Butler today from Six Man and uh, Upper Stars. And he said to me, he says, a kid could be good, but are they good when it's time to perform? He says, you know, you can hear about a kid all, all the time, but then when you go, when the scout or the college coach goes to actually see the kid or see you with it, with his own two eyes, are you performing night in night out so that when the people that evaluate you come they get an honest evaluation of who and what you are um i had a conversation with a college coach yesterday we were talking about recruiting and what he said is you know a lot of times some of the kids don't know where they stand as far as what level they need to what level they play on or what level they are recruited at and i said well how do, how do you determine this was my question and he had a, 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 a eye-opening answer. I said, I said, well, how do you determine what kid is Division One from Division Two, and how, how does a kid determine that? And he says, a kid can, deter can determine where they stand by who's recruiting them. That pretty much shows where they stand. So I think that, and, and it's crazy that Josh, you took all of my points, but you know, to kind of elaborate on some of the things you said, you do a great job. I try to do my best, and there's a lot of coaches out there that do a good job of putting your kids in the best situations possible for them to get exposed. Because although I would say 90% of it is up to the kid doing his job, I think the rest of it is on us as, us as coaches um, making sure that we're putting our kids in the best situations for them. I remember, remember last year you told me, he said, man, you don't run from nothing. I said, no, I got to get my kids in school. I'm not running from anybody. Like, who wants to play? Let's go play. Wherever they're playing, that's where I want to go play. Um, I told one of my kids, one of my kids who doesn't have a scholarship yet, um, we were playing at USC team camp. Everybody knows Trey has already committed. Trey has absolutely nothing to prove at this point, except for he can still, he can play. So what we did is I matched, I made sure to match up that kid against some of the top point guards they were trying to throw at us. And so it was either sink or swim. You're either going to step up to the moment or you're going to shy away from the moment. But here is your moment. And I've been treating him like this the entire summer because you're saying that you want this scholarship. You want to go to the next level and play. Well, here's your opportunity. Now you have to maximize. Are you going to perform when the when it's time to perform? And as to your point, you know, you, you could take a thousand shots all day and make them in practice. But, you know, can you make can you make them when they count? 
Um, it's I sometimes find it funny that a kid is throwing windmills down in pra- in, in, in warm-ups, but in the game doesn't get one done or doesn't play aggressive or can't take contact or whatever else it is. So I think that it's a, the exposure part of it, getting exposed, is a, is a, 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 a community deal. It includes the kid, the coaches from the high school, the coaches from the AAU team, and the parents. See, I think that sometimes the parents aren't as informed as they should be, and or they don't take guidance from people that they should listen to. Um, personally, if, if you feel like your kid is an elite-level kid, then you need to go to the elite-level workouts when it's time for AAU. Go to the elite level workouts. Um, if if, if it, when if there's another kid playing and you know that people are gonna be there, shoot, make sure that you make sure that your kid is where he's supposed to be, and or she. Uh, I mean, it goes for softball, baseball, everything else, all all the sports. You know, make sure that when it's time to perform, they perform. And I think that's the biggest thing that I take away from exposure. And because you, you know this, Josh, if a kid doesn't get if a kid doesn't get a scholarship. Nobody gets blamed, but who? The high school coach. The, coach. the high school coach. Yeah. No AAU coach doesn't get blamed. Uh, a scouting service doesn't get blamed. Uh, a college doesn't get blamed. The player doesn't get blamed. The pe- it's the coach gets blamed every single time. So all we can do, like on our end, is put you in a position to perform. All you can do as a player is perform. As a parent, all you can do is continue to be informed. And as an AAU coach, all you can do is put your players in the best position possible to to um, go along with what exactly, you know, to go along with, um, like you said, the marriage of the AAU and the high school has to go hand. It, it has to be there for your recruitment, to, for your exposure to go well. Like, you know, pay attention to what your coach is telling you when you're talking about, hey, man, I want to go play over here. Well, you know, if that's what you want to do, cool. I always tell my parents, look at the schedule. If they play in the tournament in June, that ain't who you want to play for. I play in the simple. If you play in the tournament in June, I, 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 I don't even know what you're doing unless you're middle school or, or, or third through third, what, third through eighth grade, maybe third through seventh, possibly. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. that's the only time you play. Michael, too. what's your what's your angle on things, Mike? I mean, you guys, you guys did an unbelievable job. You guys hit pretty much every point. One, uh, just a couple of things to add on that I have is first, and it's probably one of the most basic, and everybody has understood it. But if you want exposure, you need to have the grades, and not just good enough grades. If you want to get as much exposure as possible, you want to have as great as great as possible. And that's what's going to open up more and more opportunities for you. The, the better grades you have, the better test scores you have, the more opportunities that you're going to have. Um, we have a kid down here at Bristol that just was a baseball player who just went on a, he's going into some, uh, some college, college exposure, um, camps this past week went on like a week-long tour of them and they were actually academic recruit college baseball camp so they were only inviting people for that one-day camp that had met a certain SAT score and a certain GPA and obviously doesn't matter how good of a player you are if you don't have those if you don't have those grades you're not invited to that camp so if 
want to hear invited to every single camp as an opportunity to get the most exposure, you need to have the grades at the absolute highest level. The better grades you have, the more exposure you're going to get. Uh, we have another kid, a football player, who was caught left on Thursday and went and visited. I mean, he went on a whole Ivy League tour. He went, he went to Penn. He went to Yale. He went to Princeton. And I think he went to one other school all this past weekend. Uh, he just texted me uh, about five minutes ago and said he was gonna, wasn't going to be at workout uh, tomorrow because his flight got delayed and he's not going to get in until like 3 in the morning. But he's been grinding all week. And that was opportunities to go. If you, if you have a 2.5 GPA and a 900 SAT score, which is good enough to qualify you for a majority, majority of schools play, play in college, uh, you don't have the opportunity to go visit those schools if you don't have if you don't have above and beyond those grades. So if you want to have an opportunity to get the absolute most exposure, you need to have the absolute best grades. And my brother is a prime example. He talked when he was on the show a couple months ago. He, he went he he went and played division what back in the back back then it was just called division one double football. And he says the only reason that he thinks he was offered the opportunity to go play there is because he had extremely high grades and the coaches were like, hey, we're going to take him and they'll boost our team GPA for that ball. If he's a bum, I mean, then he's just not on the team. Well, he just wants to stick, out, stick it out. He won't be on the team next year. Obviously, he was, he's one of the hardest working individuals I've ever met in anything sports and career-wise. And he turned into having a very good, successful uh, career there. And, uh, I mean, he was a captain there, and it, uh, he probably would not have played there. They would not have even offered him the chance to play for that school if his grades were not that good. So we're talking about exposure, and everybody's like, hey, I want to get my kid in the school. I want to have this. Why are these coaches schools not talking to him? The, number, the first question, and I'm at AC, when I was at AC4, and I was my office was at the same office as the, as the head football coach. So we have football coaches coming through all the time in the spring. Coach, who you got as players? This honor says, hey, at this kid, he could probably play at this level. At this kid, this kid, this kid, what I think would be this if you. The first question every one of these coaches asks, what's his grade like? And, I mean, it's common sense, and we all know it, and parents know it, and kids know it, but it's still overlooked where it's like, hey, why is my kid not getting these offers? Well, your kid has just barely qualified. He's just barely qualifying for college uh, academics, for the school academic requirement. And he's not a top 10 player in the state where every school is coming. He's a good player. He's, he's athletic enough and a good enough player to play somewhere in college. But his grades are mediocre, and so nothing about him is extraordinary. So that's why he's not getting as much exposure and as much offer as possible. I mean, so... That's one thing, that's the big thing that I got, uh, Coach D, you hit on it a little bit where, um, really know where, where you fit and what, what level do you fit at? We're all not SEC, ACC players. Um, one, one thing that I would always, uh, that I would always, um, give advice to some of our, uh, our college, our college, uh, college is, hey, Especially if you're college, if you want to play college football, ninety percent of these colleges 
ninety percent of these colleges they offer kids that they have each person at their one day camp. So you're gonna need to go to these one day camps, these like you said, like Coach Daly, you hit on these camps that um that are charging money and it's a, it's a prop for profit system. Some of them do a really good job of giving exposure to kids. Uh, some of them are just taking money, especially from football wise. The football coaches need to have senior seen you on campus, go through their drills, have their coaches see you, not just on film, but see you in person. And so I would tell our guys, hey, I hope that you can play high level. I, I would love to see you play at University of South Carolina. I would love to see you play at Clemson. But don't, when you're setting up these one-day college camps, don't just set up six, six one-day college camps at all SEC and ACC schools. Yes, that's the goal. I'm not going to tell you that you can't play there. But set up three, two, three, four at these high-level schools. Set up another two or three. At the mid-major schools that you would that you you would would like to play at as well, and so it gives you that opportunity to hit everywhere. Where yeah, that's your strike high, but if that doesn't work out, and some of these schools that you were like, hey, they're not my first option, but they're the only ones that are offer me, and you're still going to school for free. Um, so that's that, and then um, and then especially going, and then going to basketball, where we know, I mean, AAU basketball is. is very, very big, and a lot of the kids, that's where they really feel like, hey, this is where we get the majority of our exposure because of the way that the landscape is set up where college basketball coaches are, are busy and they don't get out, they're not able to get out and see those kids as much um, during the season, so yeah, the college coaches during the live periods, like you said, Coach English, um, that's when they get a little bit more of seeing them in person. But the person that, when these colleges come looking to offer, the first person that they're going to call about what type of player he is, what how he is as a person, is they're going to call the high school coach. They're not going to call the AAU coach. They call the high school coach. So my advice to parents and, and players, <laughs> yeah. Use AAU for what it's worth to get out there and get and be able to be shown, be seen in person by these college coaches. But you better not place a higher precedence on it than, than your high school program because, like me and Coach Taylor have talked about a lot, is I mean, Coach Taylor's around these guys. Well, Coach Taylor's around these guys 12 months out of the year. I know you are as well, Coach Emerson. Uh, Coach Emerson, a lot of, yeah. So every high school coach. Even if he's not as invested as you guys, he's around these guys for 10, 11 months out of the year. AAU coach is around them for one, two, three months at the most. So, I mean, don't place a higher precedence on AAU just because that's when the that's where the colleges are seeing you in person. Because that's not the only thing that they're taking into account. They're calling the high school coach. They're having relationships with the high school coach. The majority of them do not have relationships with the AAU coach. They're going to have even less of a relationship with the AAU coach now after all these candles have happened. Um, so <laughs> you better not place a higher emphasis on that because they're calling your college, your high school coach to see what type of person you are and what type of player you are. And then the last thing uh, is we're talking about exposure. We also have to look at it as 
be a, can be a bad thing. Too much exposure can be a bad thing. Uh, you don't, you don't, you, you don't want to just continually go out. If you have offers, if you got cut fools on you, uh, and you're a high level player, uh, playing in every single showcase, every single thing that possible. I mean, if you're ranked in the top 20, there's a lot, there's a lot farther than you can drop down and you can move up. So, yeah. um, too much exposure can be a bad thing as well. I mean, I think obviously we see that a little bit with, um, with college basketball where, I mean, I don't blame these kids if they, if they, they have a decent freshman year and you're going to get drafted and go out and get drafted and get paid because there's way too much that can happen in the next year or so that could make you potentially either get hurt or something happen or not play or get overexposed uh, and then those opportunities go away. So again, if you're an elite level player, uh, you also have to look at it from a different lens where, hey, I don't want to be overexposed as well. I want to use this height, use this high ranking, and and now I can step away and really work on my crap on my own and I don't want to have to go out and be in every single showcase possible because it could overexpose me. But yeah, that's been when I got it and then just going back to the grades, I mean, I gotta give a shout out to uh to my guy. We talked to we talked about him a lot on the show. We gotta get him on the show first daily. Uh Matt Howard, who was a great high school basketball player, he, he used his platform uh, with his great grades as well. And he went and had a great uh, career at Penn, graduated from Penn from the Wharton School of Business. And the reason uh, the reason I'm bringing him up not only because he used his space and, and used that to, to 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 help with the exposure, but he also he also sent me and Coach Daly a text today about last week's podcast. Uh, just out of blue, we sent a, sent a screenshot of the podcast, and he was like, "Hey, this was one of my favorite episodes." So, shout out to Matt Howard for being a for being a loyal, awesome dude, and uh, somebody that I was honored to coach, and now somebody that I definitely can call a friend as well. Yeah, that was good. Dude. I, I Matt shot she made me feel good about that, man. I really appreciate that, Matt. We got to get you on the show soon, man. And I talked to some um, more coaches, man. I told those guys that we need to get y'all on the show because. You know, one thing we want to talk about in the future, I see that the NCAA is trying to um, change the open period in July, you know, um, saying they want to do four regional events, and I don't know if it's just going to be July, but I don't have a lot of information on it, but um, I think it's good to get people that, that, that specialize in those things. They can be more informative, but um, proper exposure is big, man, and like, like Coach Kurt said, you don't want to be overexposed. Um, too much of anything isn't good for you. But proper exposure um, is huge, and Coach English hit on it, man. Um, you gotta, you gotta be able to um, know where you stand. And Coach Kurt said, like that poor academic performance does limit your exposure. Like if you have unbelievable grades, you give yourself more opportunities because every school can recruit you now. Every school can recruit you, but if you have mediocre grades, or just say okay grades. You can still be recruited, but you're limited. You're limited in, in how you can be recruited. So the more um, academic prowess you have, man, the better you're going to be. I mean, the more opportunities you're going to have to be recruited, to be exposed, man. But it comes down to that. you got to know where you stand, like Coach E said. you got to have academic 
you got to have that academic element under wraps. You want to be as great a student as you possibly can be, like Coach Kurt said. And at the end of the day, you got to be good. You got to be able to produce. You got to be able to um, make people want to say, "I want this. I want this guy to be um, one of the investments for my for my career, my future, and my program." Um, if, if you guys are good, man, we can go ahead and get into our shout outs and bring the show to a um, to a wrap and get ready for um, next week's show. We try to bring you another good one. Hopefully, this guy. Hopefully the show helps some. Hopefully the show helps someone out, man. But I'll get to my shout outs. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the um, once again to all the young hoopers I saw. And I see a lot of guys getting um, growing. Um, kids in the area are getting a lot better. Guys are working on their game. Um, I like how um, Trey Jackson is developing. Um, I like Tommy Bruner. I love the way um Trey Hannibal is growing. Um, um, I, I, I just see a ton of guys who gained are just getting better so you can tell that they're working. Um, my, a couple of my guys, DJ Sinkler, has gotten a lot better. He's become a much better leader. Um, little Robin McCray, I don't call him little, he's 6'1", but Robin McCray is doing, he's doing a tremendous job. So, like, guys are getting better. So, to these young people, man, just, just stay on your path because it, it, no one's journey is just, like, clear and, 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 and just easy to walk. Just don't get off the path. Keep fighting. Keep grinding. Um, and I think you'll get to your point, man. And um, that's kind of it, man. I'll let you guys give you all shout-outs. Yeah, shout-out uh, shout to all, well, to piggyback off what you said, Coach, shout-out to all the young people that are just are focused, dedicated, grinding towards your goals. I know it's in the middle. It's right now getting ready to blow up with, uh, with, with the AAU circuit in the summertime for, for basketball. Shout-out to all of those that are, 100% staying committed to everything that they need to to be successful, that are continually, uh, just because you're about to be playing a lot of games on the weekend, you're continuing to take care of your body, you're continue, continuing to be dedicated in the weight room, you're continuing to stay stay, stay continually to getting stronger during the offseason, not just, hey, it's AU season now, I need to take, take it off and and stop working out. No, if you're, if you're truly focused, I'm reaching your goals. You need to be dedicated to the weight room and and your craft and your sport year round, year round. And it's not like now's the time to stop lifting. Now's the time to stop doing this. No, the best are con- are committed year round. So shout out to all of those. Which I know. Uh, uh, shout out to all of them guys at AC Floor. Uh, miss all of you guys. Miss you, Coach Terry. Miss all of you. Everybody at AC Floor. And I know that. Uh, I know they're grinding. I know they're in good hands with you for sure. And I know they're, they're continuing all throughout the summer. Uh, and a shout out to, uh, I mentioned them briefly, uh, uh, in the beginning, Kai Patterson, my guy down here in, uh, in, uh, in Windermere Prep. Uh, he was, Kai, Kai is our, uh, the DB and quarterback. And he's, uh, went in, went on the whole, whole whirlwind four five college tour this weekend. Um, and he's also been uh, he's also been awesome with me with um, starting uh, getting our young kids involved in our strength program. We've got a middle school group coming in two days a week early in the morning, and Kai's been there every morning as my assistant coach. And uh, it's going to be awesome to work with him for this next year. And I know the future's bright for him. The future's bright for him for sure. No doubt, no doubt, you got, Coach. Um, first off, shout out to. 
uh, Frank Martin and them guys over at USC for running a good, great camp. Uh, Jamie Shaw over at uh, and Rick Lewis over at Phenom Hoop Report for the camp that they've done um, earlier this week. Um, shout out down at uh, Coach Sam and the staff down at Coca. I will say this: the 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 hospitality room was better years before, but but you know they run a good camp, had a great time. Um, um, kids did a great job. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Mez down at Carver's Bay was there on Monday. Runs a great summer league. If uh, if any of you coaches want some good competition with a great um, uh, uh, good referees and and just a well run camp, plus really good food, uh, uh, definitely answer Mez's email when he gives you a, gives you when he shoots it out at the beginning of the year. Um, and also uh, Coach Earl down there at um, at College of Charleston yesterday was down there. Um, once again, very well run camp coach. They're doing a him and his staff are doing a great job down there at College of Charleston. Um, and that's it, man. Shouts out to the players that are gonna have a, a long couple of weeks with uh, July, trying to uh, make that final push. Enjoy the last little part of the, the live period before school starts back. Uh, shouts out to my high school coaches that will be taking a break after this week coming, um, just to get an opportunity to enjoy being with their families. Um, and basically, uh, and lastly, but not, uh, 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 want to say shout out to um, our loyal listeners. Thanks for, you know, for always tuning in to us, always giving us shout out, retweets and everything else on Twitter. Um, my man Smitty, um, shoot, we can, we can continue the list on and on and on. Oh, uh, 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 shouts out to Kenny Shorts. If you ever want to hear the short story, hit, holla at Coach Staley. It's a funny, funny story. Uh, um. Real, real funny. Had me like <laughs> Shouts out to those shorts. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to leave them shorts alone, man. <laughs> um, uh, uh, if you want to join the conversation, don't forget, hit us up at the Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. You can hit us up on all of our social media handles at the Staley and English Show. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. If you got it, we got it. Um, shoot, as always, Keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace. Alrighty, fellas. Alrighty, fellas. Alrighty, fellas.